What up? Welcome to the Poker Rain Life Podcast, where we try to debunk the million dollar question. Is life all about poker? Or is Damien's back tattoo of the poker money actually a good investment, bad investment? I guess we'll find out later. But today, ladies and gentlemen, we have the one and only legendary Spree. What's going on, What's sir? Going? How you doing today? No, I can't complain, man. Can't complain, man. Multitasking. Multi-tabling, regular stuff. You see what we got going on. We multi-tabling, regular stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Just got back from the Rio, too, uh, you were just saying? Yeah, I just got back from the Rio, which is like, it's my, uh, it's the closest casino to my house, but um, it's not where I play at because obviously they don't have poker there anymore. Uh, But that's pretty much, I treat it like my personal bank account since it's a Caesars property. And I can go there and pick up the cash that I went from this online site, which is WSOP. So it's easy. You know, it's easy to just keep it going. Yeah. We were actually just talking about that. And I'm thinking actually about going out to Jersey and trying to catch some, some of these online circuit circuit events. I mean, we're going to be in New York for Turning Stone, the w, WSOP in March. Um, the okay. Last, we were there last year, too, when it was... Uh, it was pretty big. I mean, uh, they had. A- yeah, I seen Joe Black was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of my chip bully buddies, man. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> There's a few circles out here, and like, it's a, and and they all pretty small, but like, man, we all we all connected in one way or another. Facts, yeah. Um, so I didn't even. So I introduced you. You the you're the Mr. Legendary Spree, but do you want to? I mean, your name is right there on the on the Zoom thing, but do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, um, you know, I go by Legendary Spree, but um, my real name is Donnell Days. You know, um, I'm a full-time poker player, ex-military vet, airborne infantry. Um, now I just play full-time tournaments, and every now and then I dip and dab in cash if I feel like it. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big tournament winner, um, chaser. And hold on one second, y'all, I got an interesting spot. Okay. I hit my third 10 on a river right here. I'm gonna try to go for a little bit of value. Hopefully he might have a king or something. Nah, he has nothing. Go ahead, go ahead, take it down. Appreciate, oh man, and you won't believe it. Like very next hand I pick up ace queen in the big blind. <laughs> like, but I don't know, like sometimes I feel like, sometimes I feel like I can't even complain about online poker because I feel like that it'd be rigged in my favor so much sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I think you're the first person to ever say that. Ever, I've never heard anyone say that. I'm like, I flop quads a lot. <laughs> I, I flop, hey, hey, like, hey, and like I'm saying, like, while I said that, look, like I, I always flop good, like. <laughs> but that's when well playing too. so tight, man. That's when playing so tight, man. When yeah, you play tight, right. hey, when you play with skills, good luck to happen. That's what Jay Z said. Oh, let's see. So, so I put, you know, on this pot right here, I opened up pre-flop in a big blind. I got three callers. Um, ace high flop is an ace. And uh, it gives me a straight draw now. And I feel like my kicker is pretty decent. And um, this is a re-entry. And right now, my stack is, tw- I got 2,800 in the stack. It's 22 in the pot, which is a little bit less than half of what I got, which is, only one way to get it, and that's all of it. And that'll work. Let's go. And pretty much, like, 
I um like I don't I know y'all didn't even ask me this question yet, but um I feel like I would I would like to talk about it before while it's on my mind. Yeah. Like um what I'm what I what I want to do is uh I want to start something called the um the Black Clover Club Academy, which is a uh, is a poker academy, which I will I will have my I will open the doors to my house for specific players, and you know for of course for a small fee during the summertime, and is is it'll be it's ideal during the during the World Series of Poker time. You'll have somewhere to stay. You we 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 um. We're communicating on different hand plays and everything that happened throughout the day within all the different tournaments that you play in. And on top on top of that, getting a getting a training, getting a training, uh, a few hours of training per day before or after you go out to these games. So you have a better you have a better mind state of when, what you step the field that you're stepping into because the game changes weekly, daily. Like I learned from last WSOP and and tracking back to like previous um COVID, people's style of play is totally different. Like the way that people open up, people a lot of people are not used to the, the new the new structures. Like they like there's a lot of things that that's in the game that a lot of people have not even noticed because they're not even look. You might not even you might not even play the style of play at your at your local casino. You still might only be playing big blinds. You're not playing big blind Andy's at your at your local casino. Okay. Okay, okay. Is it like opening sizes? Is it like- opening sizes is the weirdest. That's the most important thing. Yeah. That is the key thing. Like I so noticed that. Like, like I don't. I don't played against thousands of Europeans this summer, yeah. and I realized that like they value their stacks totally different when they when they when they get deep in tournaments, and and that's why a lot of their hands get cracked and it doesn't stand up. Everybody opening sizes is usually like it's it's one X these days, which is mm-hmm. terrible. And like I. Me online right now, like I'm practicing while I as I preach. So I set my buttons online to automatically three X whatever I'm trying to whatever whatever the situation is. So I'm automatically applying pressure where it's not an easy decision for you if you're in a big line. Right. A lot of people they they make it too easy for the big blind to make an easy decision and suck out on you. So yeah, so that because was like a big adjustment, right? People people have now been limping to try to what is it balance control, their. Could, Control They're the pot, strong, yeah, and, yeah, and control the pot. They don't, they don't want to, they want to balance their ranges, and they don't want to, they don't want to make the pot too big where that stack can't defend it, right? Without putting them in, 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 in the, in the, in the, in the, in the dangerous tough spot. spot. Yeah, you, sometimes, I, and I know that feeling too, being in the big blind, and the sizing is so high. I even got a margin on hand. Like, damn, do I even want to risk it? Like, when they what make it easy, is, I fall with anything. But when, when the sizing tricks me up, like I'm letting it go. When you, when you, only thing you gotta do is you gotta adjust to it. If you like, if you're a balanced player and you play a lot of cash games and you play a lot of tournaments, like me running cash games, it made it where like not only that I learned, I learned things, but it, it it gave me the freedom to pick up certain games because I knew that even if I lost, that like due to the rake, I would win it back eventually. That I I would try different things that I would never that that you would that most people would never try on their journey of learning the game. Yeah. So I like that. I mean, being, right there, you just saw. I mean, how many people are dong betting pot on the flop? <laughs> like, it, it, like, I love that. I looked at that. I was like, oh, did we lose them? I think we lost them. Yo, that was crazy. That was good, bro. Yeah, like, damn. Like, see, this is not a tough spot right here. This is the easy spot for me to get away from. 
Like this is the easy spot for me to get away from. Where like I opened up, I opened up uh late position with pocket eights. We get around to the button, he jams for not too much more, but then it's a rejam and another rejam on top of him. And I got pocket eights. I know that I probably got a I probably got a 30% hand probably right here, but I'm probably facing a whole lot of ace combos that they and they sharing cards. Yeah. I feel like they're probably sharing cards, but at the same time, I'm not gonna get tangled up with it. These right. are one of the times where you sit back and you just observe because you're catching them later on in spots. Because it could be like ace king, ace queen, pocket tens. Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of sharing cards. Let's see. Let's see. Pocket tens, jacks, <laughs> jacks. <laughs> Ace, 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 ace five. Five. Yeah. Pocket tens take it down. And a lot of people don't fold in those spots. And like that's like I feel like the, I feel like the, the academy that I was talking about, I would want to teach a I want to I would want to teach a, a strategy where it's like it's a winning strategy where it's universal. As long as you apply to it, you're gonna win eventually or you're gonna you're gonna run deep majority of the times. Yeah. Like it's just it's no way around it, and it's just discipline. I just want to teach discipline, and while teaching it, I want to teach myself it. Like a lot of things that a lot of teachers do, and a lot of senseis do, they don't. You, a lot of people don't realize that they're teaching themselves as well. Like they're refreshing in their own things. It's 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 not. It's, I'm not. I'm not only doing it for you. I'm doing it for us. Yeah, because yeah. we all need it. I and, mean, and, and, Without minority, with it, with it being so small of a group of guys that actually take this seriously, I feel like I feel like I lost a lot of friends and a lot of family members off the shrimp that like I only talk about money. I only talk about poker. So like if you don't get it to the point where 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 I'm coming from, it makes our conversations very hard. Yeah. And yeah. I have it now I have to like now I have to now it, and it comes off as bragging to the point where like I, now I have to turn my switch off and and tone myself down and. And be on your level when I'm when my mind is actually somewhere else. Yeah. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about ten million dollar paydays and and what's the right move to make on this turn or whatever the case may be. And I can and and you're thinking about what movie comes out next week. Like that's just crazy. Facts <laughs> though, it's real. All right, so let's 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 bring it back real quick. So you 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 play a little bit of cash, right? Um, you said you play mostly tournaments. Um, I had something I was about to say. Oh, a vet. So you said airborne. You flew planes, bro? I jumped out of them. Oh, my guy. It's crazy out here. Thank you for your service. Yeah. That's crazy. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, so I got 36 you, jobs on my list. 36 jumps on my log. That's what's up, bro. Is that um, Was that Air Force or Army? Army. Army. 36 perfectly, perfectly good planes that I just jumped out of for no reason. That's crazy, bro. He said for no reason. He said my father. So I was gonna say, uh, my father was in the military. He was a uh, E eight sergeant, master sergeant, sergeant major, master sergeant. sergeant. Major. Yeah, yeah, something like that. E eight, and um, and yeah, he jumped out of a few planes, and he says the same thing for no reason. Yeah, like um, I definitely like, yeah. It's good to know how to do it, but I don't think I'll be applying that. I won't put myself in that position again in life at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you had to like stay, you know, calm, and I'm sure you can kind of apply that to poker. I'm saying it's a it's a it's a status thing. It's it's the same thing as like it's the same thing as everything that we do. It's a status. We do everything for status as men. Like we don't like we don't do it for us. We do it because of the status. Like the 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 knowing like what how everybody else like I don't like you know how it feels the you know how it feels the, to 
to wear a bracelet to a to an event that every, that it's five thousand people in a room and they all want one and you have one. That's it's, and, and 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 out of all the people in the world, they expected you not to have one. Facts. Facts. It's, it's a different Facts. feeling. It's a different feeling. And but at the same time, it point it, it puts a it puts a target on your head to the point where like I don't even wear my bracelet no more. I put it inside my safety deposit box. And it's like I think like I don't it made it where like after you win your first one and the year goes by after the year that the, the, that's on it. It makes you just like you want another one, like yeah, ten times more than you wanted the first one. Like if it doesn't, if it, if it doesn't, it makes you feel like you're, just, you're supposed to win one every year after that. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, like, I don't know you, how much you entitled. Music, I I see why Daniel Negrano acts the way that he acts because the entitlement oh, from it, it 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 drives you crazy. It it makes you feel like if you're good enough to win it once and you and you did it twice, mm-hmm. man, you know you you just feel like I know I could do it again. It just when it's gonna happen. Yep, exactly. Because because I, I manifested this long time ago. I've been said that I was gonna set out and do this. I just didn't know when or how it was gonna be done. And then once it became done, I was like, "You really, you really, you really set out this a goal that was so unachievable by most people, and you achieved it like it was nothing. Like that's just facts, bro. Crazy. That's just, that's just dope, bro. It, it mind boggles me sometimes. Like I'm like, and but and and then and then I think to myself like. Okay, that was nice, but it's so much further to go. You ain't like it's so much further to go. Yeah. And 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 the thing about it from like the outside looking in, most people would think that you should be content and know like as poker players, we're so we're so ego driven that like one like one win is cool, but like we we we're, we're looking for the next one like it's a lifestyle. It's yeah. it's not like and, and the only time this lifestyle even comes to a pause is if you win the main event of the World Series of Poker. That's the only time it could even come to a pause. But even then, the next year, your whole life is an ambassador. You're not, you don't even get no time off. Exactly. Like you, you're consistently playing somewhere. So it's, it's, it's a machine that most people that, that, that don't take this for a living would never, ever understand. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That I, mean, is, I did have one quick question for you, right? Like once you get the first one, everything feels prestigious, right? For you personally, what do you think would be more prestigious? Would you think winning like the largest field ever, like coming first in a $20,000 tournament would be more prestigious? Or do you think it would be more prestigious winning like a, a high roller, like a 50K buy-in where you're playing against a hundred of the world's best? Like, what do you think is more prestigious? The larger field or saying you beat the world's best in a high buy-in? The larger field, the larger field, because I feel like, to be honest with you, it's, it's the end game to most people. Most mm-hmm. people feel like that once you like if you once you once you win the once you win the World Series of Poker, if you if you if you translate it into a music game, right now, me winning an online bracelet is equivalent to a rapper that has a hot single. Okay, mm-hmm. if you want a live bracelet and you want over 500k to a million dollars, it's equivalent to you having like a gold or a platinum record. Thanks. You know, but at that point. Are you are you satisfied being a one hit wonder, or do you want to be known as one of the greats? One of the a great. lot of, and is a, is a lot of people who are content. Like man, if I just want one good tournament, I'm good. Like I'm walking away from it, and mm-hmm. and I'm not built like that. Like I'm built for the long run. Like I I really I really want to I really want to play I want I really want to place myself in poker history as an African American that that 
that has not achieved certain goals before. And 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 I want to make it, I want to show people that it's possible so every so somebody could follow behind me and do it two times better than I did it. Legendary. Because, 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 because I didn't because I didn't have an example. Phil Ivy, I love Phil Ivy to death. He inspired me to play, but he did not give me an example of how hard this shit was gonna be. Because yeah, if I, I would have known, if I but, but then back then, I don't know if you can blame him. Back then, you know, there wasn't <laughs> social media. He couldn't really, you know, they, what he did was he, portrayed only by you know the media that was there at the time. You know, he's gonna take like, some I, camera phone pics. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like he's more of the Tiger Wood of the sport, and I'm yeah. more of like the Allen Iverson of this shit. Like, yeah. I'm going to tell you about how, how ugly this shit gets. The black, the, the back street size of this shit, not just the glitter and glam. If, if, if you was always state and you never had a bump in a row. No, mm-hmm. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm giving it to you from, from a perspective as a player who never been state, never been back. Only, only, only had very few people to believe in him. And the people that believed in him happened not even be the ones that he even thought was going to believe in him. It might have been a complete stranger, and you took it to the moon. Yeah, that's let's how it go. Is. How it be, man? It really does. So let's let's talk about. So I saw uh, you comment on a post the other day. There was a gentleman that uh, I actually don't even know his name, but I've seen him play. I, I saw him I seen, actually. I seen him. I seen him at Venetian before. That's the only reason why I, put, I seen him. And, okay. and to be honest with you, like if I saw you. In a poker room, yeah. Just because of who you are, just because how you look, yeah. I will walk up to you and I will talk to you. Right, right, right. And but and I feel honestly, like I feel like I feel like there's a lot of players that that look like us. When you walk up to them and you talk to them, they're not as that. They don't act like how they look. And I'm exactly. just gonna leave it like that. Exactly. And but it's energy, and you can tell. You know what I'm saying? You can tell just by when you're walking by somebody, you nod at them. You know what I'm saying? You can kind of get that energy. You already know, like. If they not fucking with you, or if they fucking with you, they they're going to do something. Though you know, but they actually acknowledge you. Though you know, they'll give you the nod and say what up. You know, I gotta go. Blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. that was one of the dudes that I saw, and he kind of gave me a, like he looked at me, but he just went about his business. So I was like, and, All the, right, and, and it's crazy because I, I I I didn't got that look. I know I know that look that you took. I'm like, I didn't got that look from some of the players, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, you don't even know, like and and. They looked at me like as if, if I was belittled to them. Right, right. In, in, in my head, in my head. But the thing about it is, like, even before, even when I first started playing the little small circuit events on live, yeah. I always been the man while I lived there. I was the house man, so like, okay. you can't look at me like I was small because, like you said, yeah. it's a lot of poker players that they might not be on the big radar. You might can't hand them out them in the scene that they want a million dollars. But they don't want a million dollars in their little in their cities, respectively. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. It just might not be on the world known. It might not be on a on a on a on a on a freaking uh, a nationwide platform. Right. So what? So I guess what I was gonna try to ask you was, do you think there is a a stigma or like a stereotype that black uh, poker players have? Oh well, most definitely. I I feel like I feel like me living here in Vegas. And me running into so many tourists, and and them thinking that I'm a tourist as well, not knowing that I live here, and uh, like I'm like I'm I'm really shocking y'all to death. Like I'm sitting here only playing aces, ace king. Like I have no returning <laughs> flights. I don't I'm, I'm not I don't have to be to work on Monday. Right. So it's it's totally. But but 
but I, I, I can tell before we have it, before, before I open up and have a, before I say something at the table and open it up to let them know that, you know, who I actually am, they think that I'm just some guy that might have, you know, I'm spending, I'm spending my re-up money at the table or, you know, I'm just here just once time, you know, this, this might've been something I did maybe once or twice out the year, not mm-hmm. knowing I, <laughs> this just might be my third cool. session of the day. Yeah, man, right, right. <laughs> and I would keep that image. Yo, David, by the way, your mic's off. I don't know if you know, but you know, I would keep that image, yo. I would. It's, you know, the images, the images is 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 not something that I'm trying to change up the strength that like, yeah. I, I dress like this, you know, I, I dress comfortable, I dress down, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I carry myself that like, you know, I'm just a, I'm just the average Joe, but at the end of the day, like, if you know, you know, type situation. For those that know, no, and if you don't know, you don't know. And you're gonna find out. <laughs> you're gonna you find out. You you find you find it. You find you find out when you find out why why you yelling rebound. Exactly. <laughs> you gonna find out monetarily. Um, yeah. All right. So, uh, what else was I gonna ask you? How about the sketchiest place you've ever played? Oh wow! I don't play some sketchiest places. I don't play some sketchy places. Uh, these sketches, these sketches. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't play some. I don't think some places. I'm thinking, I'm like, what you mean by, like, am I going to be cheated? Am I going to be robbed? Not what what's what first comes to mind, Damien told a story where he was he was playing some house game and shit got raided by the cops. Oh, no, nah, I, never, never, I never ran into any bad, I never ran into the, any, any bad situations at a game. Okay. I done had bad situations happen around a game, but okay. never at a game. Okay. Like some shit might happen to me after I left the game or before I went to the game, but never, you know, I'm knock on wood, you know, any game that I ever ran, like it, it ran smooth. Like nobody, nobody, nobody never got called out on cheating. I never okay. seen nobody get, you know, like the police raid nobody. I've never been a part of no, no situation like that before. That's like great. as far as, but as far as like colluding, that's yeah. a whole nother situation. Like I've been to some places, <laughs> I've never been to some places where like, I just feel like okay, you're 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 the only person at the table that's playing. Like everybody else at the table is against you, even a dealer. Like mm-hmm. you better hope this deck hits you perfectly because you can't win no other way. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I haven't been in no collusion type spots, but I I I mean, depends on what you want to call it. I, I was playing on ACR. I don't know how, how if you heard this story or whatever, but I was playing on ACR in the. Uh, moneymaker thing I, I ended up taking second in that moneymaker thing and they said first player first place was uh a bot that's oh cool. god yeah there was like thousands of people probably like twenty thousand people that played in this shit it was months long Jeez. first it was a winner take all tournament uh fucking first place got a hundred thousand dollar uh pro sponsorship package to be on acr come to find out acr planted a bot and <laughs> the bot came in first <laughs> I came in second, bro. Shit wild. But um that was that is a that is a that is a bad beat right there. A bad beat that will get me that will put such a distasteful taste in my mouth where I will probably never log on that website again. Oh I I haven't. I haven't. That's that I haven't. (gasps) But like, but like I'm a strong person and I feel like a lot of black people. So there's a couple, there's a couple layers to this, right? So like somebody said that. And because I, I was big into like the the Twitch community, and somebody said, "Oh, they had no intention of bringing on a black uh, uh, 
somebody said black player, but then somebody somebody said they had no intention of bringing on a pro at this time, anyways. And then somebody said uh, they had no intention of bringing on a black pro at this time, trying to be fun. And and that and and I I feel I feel you a hundred percent on that because I I look at a lot of different things and I'm like man like they don't understand that like I'm so much marketable than the average white kid that everybody already that everybody is a thousand white kids that's gonna play this shit automatically already but it's, think- a, it's a it's, it's a big group of us that that they we don't we don't we don't know how big this shit can be so they don't they don't they don't strive to do as good as they can do yeah. in this like. They don't understand all that, all that, <laughs> I hate to say it, but like all that trap money, bro, like it's already going on the cash tables, right? So bring, bring all the, the black community into online poker, bring it into full depth because they want to be there, but you know, it's all these restrictions and I don't understand why. I just feel like either they're scared to, it's just a whole bunch of layers, but it, it's just, it's just stupid. Like just. And as far as like the club, the conglomerate, like. I don't, I'm not gonna put anybody name specifically on there, but like the big, all the big black poker players in in this community, like mm-hmm. we all we all know each other like this. Mm-hmm. Do we fuck with each other? Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah. And 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 it's reason and it's, it's, it's layers to that. And mm-hmm. the reason and and the reason for that is like it's, it just so happened like, and I don't knock it, but uh, you know uh, a few of them like. The most the most successful ones that I'm not even gonna say the name. The most successful ones, you know, they 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 have different deals and staked and backed in situations where like it's so complicated that if you're jealous of them, you shouldn't be because mm-hmm. like you think mm-hmm. just because you see that they have hundreds of thousands of dollars and millions of wins that it's that's what they have when it's it's you know that shit is so is I and these are things that I had to learn. Like I used to be like I used to be like so envious of some players. Like I'm like, how are you able to play in every single tournament and then just fire your way? And then like maybe out of like 40 tournaments, you might finally bank for something that's six figures and like it's every life is good. Yeah. And I'm like, how is that? But have luck. But you pray you do. And how many people are actually getting that one bank and are just fucking now in debt to all these fucking okay. people? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, the, the the people that I know personally. Like I'm just gonna just think of three people that I know personally from three different situations. Mm-hmm. Like they play in every single 10K that that's that's possible to play in in the USA. 10K. Every 10K that's possible. If it, if if it's one going on, they're there. Okay. If it's a 3,500 main event, they're there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like and they 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 winners. They they good players. Yeah. It's just that like I feel like I feel like at this point now. I, I didn't, in the crazy part about it, I didn't feel like this 10 years ago, but now I feel like I'm better than all of them. Yeah. And the thing about it is like, the only difference between me and them is I never kissed nobody ass to be in a 10K. If I didn't, if I couldn't afford to play in it myself, I just didn't play in it, but they would, they would find a way by any means to get in it. And mm-hmm. I never, I'm not that type of, it's, it's never that serious for me. I, I go back to, I'm humble enough to go back and play five, ten, twenty dollar tournaments online and build my roll up before yeah. before half and, and it'll take me a 30 day process before I got before I got two or three five thousand step back outside and start doing shit because I play I play bankroll suicide. I understand my I understand my skill level. I'm not scared to risk my if I got 2k in my pocket 
I'm not scared to risk two bullets of 600 in a tournament or 500 in a in a in a two five game because I understand that like before this 2K is up, I'm gonna win something. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yo, Damien, you've been silent for like you are mute, been on mute for like an hour. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I'm sorry, y'all, but like. This is like I feel I feel like this is just so transparent because like yeah. us having this conversation is like a conversation that like I like I only have like two or three people that I converse with, with in on a daily basis and like we talk like this on a day this is like a regular conversation. Oh uh, yeah, like you wouldn't even feel like sitting. Like, That's why I've been sitting here. Like, just I'm like, I'm like, the whole I'm like time. yeah, I will I will call I will call one of my friends and vent to them and I told I told my friends I'm like yo. I could I can't do streaming. I can't do streaming or just a straight up podcast with just myself. But if I was interacting with somebody else, I can talk for days, but I can't talk to it because I can't talk to a bunch of viewers by myself. That's yeah, it. I'm, I'm, I'm too real for that. I'm too real for that. Like, yeah. no, we need some type of interaction. Nah, that's facts. I was gonna say, like, I that Man, whole can I ask a question about y'all? I know, I'm sorry. I, I know. Nah, I let's know go. Nope. I know let's this go. Interview is, I know, I know this interview is like interviewing free, but can, I'm I'm interested in you. I'm interested in you guys. Can yeah, I get I, a background? Let's go. All right. So I, I feel I feel like y'all know a little bit about me, but I want to know about you guys. I bet I'll start because I, I have a lot of followers and and a lot of people reach out to me to the point where like I try to filter it as much as possible. And I don't know what it is that stuck out with bro, but I reached back out because I was like, for some reason, like, yeah. Man, so like, I, I actually my fault, Damien. I'll start. So yeah, yeah. We re I reached out to you. I don't know what it was like. I don't know. Must have been a couple beginning of the year, mid year, and I was like, kind of promoting my my uh, my brand here, Gear Gamble. And I'll, yeah. I, when I first started it, it was a lot of like funny. I like, like the hat. Let me see the hat. I like that hat. Let me see yeah. that. I like that shit. That yeah. that's hard. Okay, hey, okay. I need the head, bro. I need yeah, okay, yeah. I'm gonna send you that. I'm gonna send you that for free, for the free. Got you. But um, definitely rocking yeah, that. I hit series. you up, and you was like, because a lot of the stuff that when I first started was like funny type shit, like free donkey lessons and like semi pro. And he was like, I'm not really. That doesn't really represent my brand. And I was like, Yo, I respect the fuck out of that. But um, I'll hit you back when I start having, you know, when I have more serious shit, more stuff I'm for so, grind, I'm, serious grind. I'm, I'm so I'm so glad that I'm so glad that you didn't take that to heart. And and wow. the reason why I said that is because like I've been doing I I started this shit in 2012, and everything that you said, like mm -hmm. I'm I was testing the waters with that as well, trying to find something, okay. and I couldn't find I couldn't find like I, I started I did it I did some shit called what was this shit called. I saw it. It was, um, a, it was a hat brand. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go crazy with it because I was like, man, it, it was so, it was so many different levels to this, to this, to this merch shit, and I didn't understand yeah. how am I gonna do this correctly. Yeah. And to the point where I was like, okay, it was other people that I knew that had merchandise, and they was like, they was paying me to to wear this shit or they give it to me for free, and I was like, I'm gonna rock out with this, but I'm like, how are we gonna? How are we gonna actually like continue to make money from it? And I'm like, bingo, like mm -hmm. you gotta, I can't be jealous. Like I started looking on the outside, looking in. Mm -hmm. If y'all are y'all familiar with Rampage Poker? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. are. Okay. Yeah. All right, so Rampage, like we like you gotta understand that with Rampage, he's Asian. So he has a whole Asian community that's gonna back him regardless. Max. Out yep. the gate. Yeah. You know, so like. It's, a, it's certain fan bases that like certain people they don't have to build. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna gravitate towards them. 
And without and with without a diagramic, without uh, without without a freaking uh background, it's gonna mm-hmm. be kind of hard to find a bunch. Like it's 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 not that many of us. Black people don't support but, each other. <laughs> they don't. I, that's what. But at the same time, like I I couldn't let I don't let that stop me because I I, I jumped on I jumped on board with Chip Bully and he does pretty good. Okay. Because he's yeah. not looking for just black people to support him. Everybody fucks with him. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a Chip Bully. Yeah. So I was like, yo, you got to find something that's universal that everybody can fuck with. And yeah. then like, you got, hey, you can build with it. And yeah. and then I have a friend that got the gambling guards. That's the, uh, that's the hat that I had on when I won the bracelet. Oh, okay. He's out of Atlanta and like, he has a, he runs, he runs, he runs an underground casino, which is everything. Uh-huh. So like, so like his brand is popping in Atlanta. Yeah. So like, you know, it's, it's recognizable. They, everybody know that like, when you see this, you know, you know that okay, he didn't been to one of the gambling guards, uh, freaking uh situations, which is it might have been a good crap game, it might have been a big poker game, okay, it might have been he might have been he might be a big sports better, he might bet ten k on Sunday on on the Cowboys, like yeah, oh yeah, you a Cowboys fan? Let me find nah, out. I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm. I, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a, man. No, I mean when the gamble stuff, guy. When, when, when you see stuff like this in your in your in your trash can, I just pulled out when you, as soon as you said that. Yeah. I'm a fan of all ten of these guys, man. I be I be watching your lives. You be you be heavy on the sports bet, but I don't understand that. So, what, look, so, so this is what happened yesterday. I, it's crumbled up. This is a ten team parlay. I had nine out of ten right, and the one that I had wrong, it was a it was a it was a it was an error at the freaking at the cage where I wanted the opposite team. Uh, Damn. Yo, I don't understand what, that shit. We gonna have to talk for, for it's sure. It's called a bad beat, man. It's a bad beat in our language. <laughs> yeah. It's a bad beat. Hey, hey, in poker terminology, it was a bad, was a bad beat. beat. <laughs> All right, we gonna, we gonna we gonna circle back uh, privately about the about the sports better. But about me, real quick, man. I'm Tony G. I won two in 2019, right before COVID. I mean, I've been studying poker all my life. I went to UMass. I was destroying everybody at UMass, left and right, all the frats. I'm a I'm an alpha, so I was yeah, alpha guy. Because I was Greek, I was able I was able to go mess with the white frats who actually have big ass houses and stuff, and they have private poker games, a lot of money on the table. So I'll go go to the frats, scoop up all these white people's money, play at the bar games. But I was studying as well. I would study like Super System, reading that shit front to back in college, and mm-hmm. you know doing all this crazy shit. So, anyways, fast forward to 2019, I go to Foxwoods in Connecticut. And I satellite into this tournament for a hundred bucks as a six hundred dollar tournament, two hundred k guarantee, and I take first place. Oh my the, goodness! The trophy, which is Bing Bong, get my trophy. Bing Bong. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Then two months later, so then I travel. I win like forty eight k there. Then I travel and going all around Great playing poker in New York and Philly and stuff. And about uh, where in New York um all of them turning stone i try to hit all the casinos out there any any tournament they okay. have back then like new york every casino had tournaments before covid you know what I'm saying? like it was just they were we was ramping up to be like I, i'm saying we like i live in new york but new york before covid there was a lot of tournaments you know what i'm saying like every the summer was popping but anyway i didn't know so, that i didn't know yeah, that like was I, li- I, I was there i was there in 2017 and couldn't find action besides ac uh-huh. or foxwood uh, Really, yeah. So I went to AC too. Um, but yeah, so I was traveling a little, you know, I probably hit like 10 tournaments, 10 stops. But then I came back um, to Foxwoods about two months later and they had a 500K guarantee. It was a WSOP, of, uh, sorry, a WPT event. 
And because it was a 500K, they had like a bunch of like the pros come around. So there was a few big names. And then um, I ended up taking second in that. Ooh, and then um, was, that a, was, that a, was that a natural second or was that a chop? It was a chop, yeah. Was a child. Then that, that's not a natural second. You took yeah, well, I'm a cop. I'm a claimant. Hey, 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 you gotta say I chopped it. Hey, you gotta say I chopped it. You didn't take. Hey, you didn't take. Take I chopped it. You didn't lose. You yeah, it. I, I chopped. First place got. First place was Victor Romden. You know who that is? Uh-huh. Yeah, Indian guy. You did, yeah. I'm gonna look him up. I'm, oh, I'm a freaking. Uh-huh. I'm a. I'm a Hindu mob and and Pogo Pro Lab. Okay. Yeah, Victor Rondon. He he's a he's a he's a pro. Um, I don't know where he's based out of, but he uh he was the guy that took first. I ended up taking uh chop second. What do you say, chop second? Yeah, you chopped it. Well, you chopped first. You chopped yeah. first. You chopped it first. You chopped second. You chopped first. So so yeah. So that sounds I, I really better. Yeah. 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 So COVID hit, and I wasn't able to get my third. I was looking for the third win. But Fox was just stop fucking tournaments altogether, all two-day tournaments or multi-flight tour, I mean multi-day tournaments. And yeah, so I just been ones. chilling. I bought a house and you know, doing the family thing and uh started a business, playing online. Then Moneymaker took uh scammed me. <laughs> so <laughs> ACR, ACR, ACR was your only outlet online, pretty much. Yeah, I mean I have some uh some like I play like ignition, but I, all these like <laughs> What are they? Non-regulated poker sites or just a little sketchy? I would to be. Me? I would be. I would be. I would be. I would feel like I would feel so out of breath if I didn't have WSOP because it's like this is the. I not only not only that I'm a ring chaser. I always been a ring chaser, bracelet chaser. Like I'm chasing. I'm chasing things that matter. Things that things that that, that accolades and when. When it made it when it made it available to be to win accolades online here, that's the only reason why I played this. Like if it was just for cash, I would do it for bankroll builders, but I'll be outside more. Like just yeah. all the streams that I know I could possibly win a ring or a bracelet. It may it 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 it, it, it draws me to play a little bit more online poker than I normally would have ever played before. Yeah. And and that start, happened because of COVID. Yeah, exactly. I think I'm gonna start traveling just because it's Foxwoods, there. I, I'm hearing rumors that there's this like director that was trying to bring stuff back, but uh, I heard like the uh, WSOP actually asked Foxwoods to come out there last year, I think, to do like a whole you know series and stuff, and Foxwoods mm-hmm. declined. And now I'm finding out that the director <laughs> that runs all the thing, all this stuff, got fired or quit or something. So I'm just I'm gonna start chasing the bracelets like you, man. I might have to drive yeah, to New Jersey, and sit up. Fox was one of Fox was one of my stops though. Like when they used to have the circuit there, like I came in, I came in fourth place there in Foxwoods. I got a uh, I got a video on YouTube where they um, they you know how the Foxwoods they they broadcast the final tables, mm-hmm. and uh, I made it down to the last four, and I was second in chips, and I, I should have really just went heads up in the tournament because like I had like fifty bigs, the uh, chip leader, <clears throat> which name was um. Uh, Vinny Vucic, he's the second leader in rings in uh in lifetime, and he got like twelve now. And I'm like, and I really just put like six. Like I I came up short for a ring fight like maybe ten times for like six of them. Six of them, I feel like I should have I should have sealed the deal or at least went heads up. Yeah. And um, this was one of those situations in Foxwoods where I came in fourth, but I should have came in second because I was second in chips with like the third place third place fight had like thirty less bigs than me. So like, 
I said I could have easily waited for them to eliminate each other, but I get into it with a chip leader. Oh. And uh and uh what happens is the person who came in third place in the Foxwoods tournament ended up coming in eighth place in the main event that year. Oh for millions. Oh. And oh. and the dude and the dude who came in first place, he ended up he went on to be the 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 second time uh ring champion out of everybody with 12 rings. Dope. That's crazy. So I was like, damn, I was like, I was at the table at Foxwoods with two like super legends. big names. Like, yeah. yeah and, legends, great and, players. Yeah, but they don't got a bracelet. <laughs> Wait, hey, what's better? Yeah, a ring hey, or a bracelet? Hey, no, hey. bracelet's better, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got a bracelet though. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't got a bracelet. <laughs> hey, so like we're no. all looking at the probably Hansa. They probably look they, they probably Google me now and be like hey, exactly. The dude that I was exactly. that came in fourth place with a bracelet too. Like it's just it's weird, like how it's perspective, like, the, bro. The, the humble beginnings is like the humble beginnings. Like, I never forget them. I never forget them. You know, it's all perspective, bro. They definitely Googling you. Facts. Facts. Um, Damn. Man, I just saw the questions I got, bro. I mean, you got any, Damien? Oh, I was going to go. I can't even tell Spree a little bit about me. Damn. Oh, yeah, that's now right. I want to know about my man. <laughs> nah, I can't even <laughs> I take all the spotlight. So, a little bit about me was I actually went the opposite route of Tony. So for me was I was the dude that just played the underground games. I was the dude there, you know, watching the game, you know, the Friday night, getting a massage, drinking, having a good time, just playing cash. You know, you know the game, yeah. but you're not thinking yeah. to take it to that level on a tournament level. You just playing mm. for a good time. I, all my friends. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Just having a good time. And then the pandemic hit. All my friends. <laughs> Pandemic hit, there's no spot to go club at. There's no bar to go chill at. The only thing that was open during the pandemic for me when I was in Texas was the poker spot. And I was and they, 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 you, you out of Texas. That's what I was like. You out of Texas? Yeah. So I just moved Hold to my, hey, hold on. Texas oh, like three what's, years. what's that shit called? What's 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 that? You been in the You been you be yeah, at the lodge? Yeah, and those spots is BYOB. So, oh my God! You see, you about to give me, you about to give me some. I will come down there and rock with you. Like I don't know, I don't know the area. You got to show me the area. Uh, out there is smooth. So I picked up PLO because now it's like you got to play whatever oh game is going on. So what now I'm high low, high low or just straight high. Nah, just straight high. But you, even in the Hold'em games, they did one round of PLO bomb pop. So you got to learn the game. Oh, then you start playing PLO. So I went from like. Everything is closed. You in the crib all week, so the only way I get to go out is going to the poker spot. Those and games get juicy, out. bro. I know you. You don't yeah, want some big fights. Yeah, you know, all you night, especially if there's a football game. People are there all <laughs> night. They're bringing their own food. You're drinking, having a good time, and then in Play the same spot, they started having tournaments. <laughs> so imagine just chilling for cash, relaxing. You win a little bit. Now you see a tournament. They're like, oh, two hundred. First place is 3K. First place is 5K. Now like, you fuck it. Let me get a shot. Let me take a shot at it. Trying the tournaments. And then from there, I had a couple little scores for a little thousand here, a little 2,000 there. And my goal was to like make it in a two-day tournament. Like, wow, if you could last 10, 12 hours one day, that's different than playing cash and going home. As to mm -hmm. make it to day two, I made a day two. I made a deep run. And uh, a 1 million guarantee they had at finishing 13 for 9K. So not the biggest. Nice. Let's say you could finish 13th place in a milli guarantee is like that's, that's I, I can do this. That changed my whole perspective. Trust me, like, I know I know how hard that is. Trust me, most people. Yeah, I'm sure you know. Like when you play a, people don't understand how hard that is. I, 
you start, you start feeling delusional Man. at some point, or the days start feeling different when, by the time you play. Yo, I how far good. have you uh, made it in, on, uh, in the main? Me? Yeah. The deepest I done made it in the main was, fuck, part of my language. It wasn't that good. I only played in the main once. Um, I won player of the year in 2014 in, um, in Atlanta, and it, it gave me a 10K seat to the main. Oh, okay. Okay. So I free rolled into the main in 2014, and oh. um, I didn't play my first year. They gave me the 10K, but they didn't say I had to play 10K in one tournament. So I oh. spreaded that shit out my first year. Oh, okay. okay. You did this I up, I, Yeah, I ended up cashing in a monster stack, I think, that year. That was, like, one of my first times cashing in WSOP. Okay. Um, the deepest I ever ran in the main was in 2016, I think. Was that all summer 16? That's when I got yeah, I was on Adderall then. That, that's when I had lost the that's when I lost the uh the Louis Vuitton bag with uh with with twenty thousand and and uh right there at um at White Castles right next to the Venetian. What? What, the what happened? You were in the drive through or you went in there? You forgot it? Now nah, we got. Oh, get I it. went. I went. I just came from out of the Venetian. I was having a sun run. Um, I was playing five ten at the time on a late night because back then. Like I would, I would play cash at nighttime to win my buy-in for the next tournament the next day. And every the, the smaller tournament, the smallest tournament was fifteen hundred. So you had to win at least fifteen hundred. You had to win at least fifty. Like so, that that, that let you know how my nights was going. Like okay. a fifteen hundred dollar night was like I barely made it small night, but like I'm playing three Ks and five Ks, and so like I'm trying to win these shits in a day. So I'm trying to find the highest stakes possible and hold them, and I'm just going at it, and I'm fresh on the scene. Like, yeah, I'm, well, I'm, like three, I'm uh, three years in, but, but you know, you know, because of the way we look, man, I look like I'm 22 years old. They don't know I'm 28 years old, you know? And yeah. and they treat me like I'm 22, 21. I'm like, I'm kind of seasoned, but y'all go ahead and it is <laughs> what it is. And, um, man, I, I, had a, I had a sun run night where... I had um 10k in cash for my bankroll and I had maybe like 10k in chips and like I was on Adderall I finally crashed down I just want to get back to the room and get some rest and I was playing in a maybe like a, a 3k the next day and I I set my I set my book back down on a on a chair waiting for my white castle to come before I walked to the room and it had as soon as they 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 said on surveillance as soon as I walked away it was a person waiting for me to get up and walk away as soon as I got up they took my bag and went the opposite way um, with hey, and I'm like, man, all my chips was in small denominations, so I'm pretty sure Venetian gave it to them. They was all hundred. They was they was all blacks and greens. They they're not giving you no problem with blacks and greens. Yeah, no, blacks no. and greens, like anybody could get that. Damn, you just made somebody's Christmas, bro. That sucks. That sucks. But so like after that, um, like but the know, poker guys gave it back to back. you. Huh? The poker guys gave it back to you. Like I still had the cash game running in Atlanta, so like, even though even though like I had like a terrible summer, I probably like broke even throughout the summer. Like it's when I got back home with the rake and everything, so it wasn't that bad. And and that was life then. But after I left Atlanta um, for good in 2018, I have not ran a game or had any. And I've, I've been solely completely dependent on winning poker to survive lately. And and this been. This been and this been it made it to the point where like now I'm I'm it, 
I'm so interested in so many other things outside of poker where I'm going to, it's, it's a, it's a domino effect. As soon as I, as soon as I cash in the next biggest, nicest, I would say lump sum I get, I'm going to, I'm going to venture out. So I'll have a couple other sources of income always coming in yeah. where I don't have to depend on poker as much, such as like, I stay in a cul-de-sac and like, I give you guys like a little, a little rundown, like how, oh. how my mind thinks. Okay. All right, boom. I stay in a cul-de-sac. Uh, I stay in a I stay in a gated community out, out here in Vegas. Okay. And like as you can see, like right now, I got my trash can outside my house and the trash and the people just came around and they just took the trash can. Hey, look inside my trash can. This shit is fucking filthy. Look how many houses there is on my neighborhood. They got one. They want that. They got one. If I just got a pressure washer and I just pressure wash it, everybody trash can out for fifty dollars a month. It's a hundred neighborhood. Yeah, ten k a month. You breaking so, up a little bit, bro. And and get to the hospital, just go and pressure wash all these all these trash cans for me, and pay them like ten dollars an hour, and still make seven eight thousand dollars a month. And that's just this one neighborhood. Like, you know, you see where my mind is going? Like, yeah. entrepreneur level, putting on being an entrepreneur level, putting on being an entrepreneur, making your bread, putting on for others. So, um, yeah, that's a good ass idea, bro. I mean, and I think about shit like that all day, every day. Like, I'm always thinking about money. Bruh, we all on, I don't even want to, bruh, we all on, I don't even want to move my camera, but you should see my board right here. Yes, yes. Like, I might learn to, like, I, I love information, bro. Like, yes. You got a yes. Yes. You got a yes. Yes. And, and honestly, let me tap in your brain. a lot of, a lot of that shit's taken down. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm on it, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to start a vending machine business, like, on a big scale out here in Boston and all the, all the, uh, where people wait for the train, basically. On a, I'm dealing with the MBTA right now. That shit's a bitch. I'm trying, I'm working on seven forms of passive income. That's that's the goal for 2023. Man, hey, I feel like I feel like this is not just gonna be a one-time interview. I feel like I feel like we can we can collaborate and get on something and we could call that shit, we could call it something game recognized game. And the only thing we talk about is game. Hell yeah, I love that. Hell yeah, I love that shit, bro. Hell yeah. Game that's recognized. That's <laughs> hey, time out. That sounds good, bro. Hey. That says fire, bro. Hey. That says fire, bro. You have a podcast already? You have a podcast already? Even if I had, even once I start my own, I still want to be a part of other channels. Right, right, right. Like shit, like I want to collaborate with you. I want to collaborate with bro. I want to collaborate with anybody. Like, and, yeah. and, 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 and on top of this, I feel like, I feel like this right here is, 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 is exercise because like, it makes it where like, when I finally, when I, when, whenever we finally invited to other podcasts, I'm already, I'm already, I'm already seasoned to the point where like, I'm not nervous. I'm not. Like I needed this. This is why. Right. Like when you when you reached out to me, I was like, yeah, this is like I already I already planned that next year. I'm okay. going full blow with this shit. Like, That's like cool. man, if we could find a, if I could make a drink champs of poker type shit, I would be with it. The y'all, they got a black like kings of comedy. The black y'all, they got a black like kings of comedy. The black kings of poker, bro, for real. <laughs> Some shit like like honestly, like what man, people like, have been doing this forever. Like tournament poker edge. I used to listen to their podcast. I mean, I still do, but 
back in the day, it's died down because back in the day, it was amazing because they used to, all the pro, all the like, they weren't even pros. They just, it was like a group of their boys. They used to study together and they used to win and they used to have a TPE house. And every summer they didn't study together, but it just turned into parties. So <laughs> niggas was partying all the time and they stopped studying. And but eventually they slowed down, started studying, they get a little bit older and shit. But um, yeah, that's what, that's I what see how they got the I see how they got the American car room house and yeah, yeah. and how like and how like I already have a following. It's people like my shit, my 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 Instagram is available for monetizing. I just don't do the shit yeah. because I'm like, if I I'm not gonna use my platform for for nothing but what I know is known for. I, I understand that majority of people that follow me are poker players, they're gamblers. So like me posting a personal picture does not mean anything on my platform. Like me posting something funny, they don't know me as a comedian. I know what my audience, they waiting to see me win a, they wanna see some chips. What you gotta do bro is get a videographer. What you gotta do bro is get a videographer. You know what I'm saying? Just get a videographer and have them follow you around and record you. I see how, when I when I when I like when I'm out here for the World Series, it's the it's the most it's the most it's the it's the most anxiety but lonely time in my life. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's it's ten thousand people mm-hmm. that all have a group of people to, to talk to, and I'm just standing out there alone smoking the whole. I'm out there, bro. We out there, bro. That's it. The whole I'm summer. out there, bro. We out there, bro. That's it. Oh, 2023. Oh, oh, dinner breaks. The little dinner breaks. On dinner break, I never. I never talk about hand discussion or nothing. And the thing about it is like, and because of that, since I never talk about nothing to nobody, I felt like, you know what? This game meant to be sold anyway. I ain't, I'm not talking to nobody for free about nothing anyway, because <laughs> anything, anything, anything that come out my mouth, I feel like, I feel like anything that come out my mouth is always good advice. Yeah. I'm not giving y'all, why would I, like, y'all not even, y'all not even worth my good advice. Because, because I tried to, because I tried to give it to y'all for free genuinely and y'all ain't fuck with me. Right. Right, but honestly, it was it was it, it should have been paid for. I shouldn't even been giving it to you for free, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because because if the right if the right ears listen to or watch or see anything that I do, they can they can apply that shit and make a lot of money. Yeah. And I wish I had the type of example. And I'm and I'm and I'm freestyling it. <clears throat> I to take <clears throat> I to take it back. Right, like we yeah. all started or we all learned poker from like just different things. Like I remember having a, l- a little electronic video poker game. That's how I learned. Like it was Jack so better and you had to try make the blood. Yeah, tell us a little bit about how you started playing poker and how you got my blood hustler. And my grandfather was a pool shark. Before he died, he before he died, he gave me a, um, he gave me a pool stick. And I used to go to this place called Black Bottom, which it sounds like exactly what it is. <laughs> And you know, it's a hole in the wall. If you ever know that, if y'all, it's a juke joint in the South. If y'all know what that is, I'm picturing it. Yep. I'm trying to set the setting for you guys. If you've never yep. been to down South Georgia before in the okay. backwoods. So anyway, these guys, <clears throat> um, I always knew from an early age that like, what happened was my, my first introduction to poker. This is, this is very important. I used to be like a super basketball player, like AU. I was I was Allen Iverson when I was freaking and when I was a teenager. But really, I thought I was Allen Iverson, but realistically, I was Trey Young. But they didn't they didn't give us Trey Young green lights back then. So like you get snatched out of the game for doing that shit, but now that shit is normal. And like, so if I would have been, if I was born 10 years later, I probably wouldn't even be thinking about poker. 
game. But what completely different now. Game, but what completely different now. I was Allen Iverson jerseyed up. Steve Francis jerseyed up. I'm watching the game. Allen Iverson just played Steve Francis, uh, the Rockets. And uh, after the game went off, poker came on. I see Phil Ivey on there. He's young and black. And this nigga, he he had a Steve Francis jersey on. And I see. <laughs> I know that thing that I was about to say. I, <laughs> I know that thing that I was about to say. Yep. Yep. What caught my eye was the guy that he was playing against. He's playing against Dole Brunson at the time. Okay. And I'm like, he's playing against this old ass dude. This old ass dude is still on TV and he old as hell. What's going to make it where I could possibly be on TV even after I'm not in my prime no more? Mm, man. Mm, man. You cool, but um, Phil Ivey, I know I got a feeling you're going to be on here for a while. And I was right. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, like, I was right. You could so, tell as soon as um, you look at Ivy staring down. You could tell so, as soon as you look at Ivy staring down his opponent. You know that man was going to be. So, like, I, so I started taking an interest. I took an interest in it and started learning, like, what are they doing? Like, so, okay, now I know how to play Texas Hold'em just by watching them. So, fast forward, my grandfather gave me this pool stick. I'm in Black Bottom. I'm playing my cousin. We playing $5 a game in pool. I don't beat them for a game, so I got $20. There's some old guys on the side. They're playing Dillard's Choice. I only know how to play Hold'em. They just playing everything, bro. They just playing shit called Tic-Tac-Toe. You ever played tic-tac-toe before? Nah. nah. I right. nah. All right, pitch. Nah. But you're dealing, you're dealing the cards out. Each way is, is a three cards, and you got two cards in your hand. You got to make the best five-card hand going in, either, in, 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 in any direction that you pick, and you stick with that. Whoever got the best five-card hand wins. Well, it's crazy. I'm not going to lie. It's not like crazy. I'm not going to lie. It's not like I something know. Nah, we're, we're playing that when we come to Vegas. You we come. <laughs> yeah, you take the three cards either way, and you got the two cards in your hand, and you got to try to make the best five card hand going and, and, and try to beat the person in tic-tac-toe pretty much. That's crazy. That's crazy. And, and <laughs> it, it, it's rounds of betting in this shit because the board don't start off clear. You know, like you do oh, one yeah. line, you got three rounds of betting. Uh... And so, like, you can really have any two cards, and like, depending on how this board comes, you can have a fucking hand. Damn, that's crazy. So, so yeah. damn, that's crazy. So, so yeah, the, the game was interesting, least, but like, yeah, so there's at so, least five rounds of betting, right? Huh? There's at least five rounds of betting. See, it gets crazy. <laughs> so, crazy. I um, I what happened? Long story short, I end up taking twenty dollars when they got around to me. I didn't know no other games but hold them. So like it was always hold them when it got to me. Mm-hmm. But these old guys, they it was either it was either it was a Raz, it was either a stud or it was a mm-hmm. tic-tac-toe. It was it was good. Yeah. Like that's when that's when everything is removed. It's no, it's no, it's no, it's no, it's no flop, no nothing. It's oh. pretty much you only get dealt two cards. And when it gets to you, it's an all in a fold situation. Okay, okay. You yeah. you could choose and, and whoever got the best two card hand win. Oh, it's, but there's no board. It's not, oh, it's, but there's no board. It's scary. It's 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 a hey, it's one of a. Hey, you yeah. think hold him? You, you think being all in the hold him is intense? Every game that I just mentioned to you is ten times. I can avoid. Yeah, I'm trying to envision this. I can avoid. crazy. So that was my introduction to poker. Like playing <laughs> against these old guys, I ended up turning two hundred bucks into four hundred dollars, and I went and bought some Jordans. And my grandparents was like, "Where you get them new sneakers from?" And when I told them how I got it, they was like, they knew I was going to be a player. Yeah, that's they a just good like, ass story. 
right, so I gotta ask this question since you brought. Right, so I gotta ask this question since you brought up James too, because, like you know, being comfortable at the table is important, and you know, feeling comfortable in your own swag. Your favorite pair, of Jays and Y. Point Elevens, and probably because I couldn't get them when I was younger. So like, once I was able to like, when I when I was younger. I had a friend named Taiki. He was a fabulous. I grew up around fabulous in Brooklyn, so like he was fabulous road manager. But he was my god brother. Like the only way I was able to get him back then was him to hand him down to me. So like when I was able to finally get him myself, like those That's was like good feeling. Yeah. You remember? Was it the breads? Was it? Yeah. You remember? Was it the breads? Was it the space? The breads. No, no. I'm sorry. It was, no, oh, it, gotta be the no, breads. No. no. Okay, Jeff, but can't go wrong with the Concords. Okay, Jeff, but can't go wrong with the Concords either. I think about it, like, I grew up in the era, the era that I'm telling you about, they came out as the year was going about. The Breads came out in a regular season. I mean, I, I mean, the, the Concords came out in a regular season. The Breads didn't come out to the playoffs, which is around May, June. Yeah, hey, you're right, you're right, you're right. Like, yeah, hey, you're right, you're right, you're right. I remember colors from seasons. That's how old G I am. <laughs> You you know, right? you, you I'm OG. I'm I'm so OG that certain colors of Jordan June are supposed to wear, but certain times of the year because that's what time they drop. Because that's what time of the time he he, he will playoffs in the playoffs. You wore certain sneakers during the season, and then you got your Valentine's and your Easter sneakers. Like I know the colors. The colors came out during certain times of the year. Like I know the colorways on on a season on a season level. That's I'm a sneakerhead. I'm a sneakerhead. I'm a pokerhead. I'm a geek. Like I'm, I like anything that comes to electronics, and I love cars, like everything. And 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 I'm a, I'm a freaking uh, this weird as hell. Y'all probably know this already, but I'm also a fish connoisseur as well. As well. That's dope. I was gonna say since we're the topic of the fish, right? Like I know there's a whole nother like playing field and the whole subculture for that where oh, yeah. sometimes you gotta like yeah. export a fish like where's the furthest you ever like ordered a fish from or went to pick up a, a rare fish is because you gotta think about it like we live in a state where like if you live in new york city you're not allowed to have like certain exotic animals but in vegas is one of these places where you're allowed to you so this is one of the this is one of the stops yeah. so like, you don't gotta you know, go far <laughs> So like, you don't you gotta know, go far. <laughs> you don't gotta go I, far. I don't have to go far for fish. Damn, That's why I live here. Damn, That's why I live here. Like I can, like I can, like I can get a, I can get a Savannah cat here. Like you can't have those in every state. That's dope. Yeah, you can't. There's, that's dope. Yeah, you can't. It's very limited. I don't know if it's very limited. It might be more now. California. A lot of Bible thumping states won't allow you to have like a lot of, they don't allow shit. If they don't have a casino there and they don't have a dispensary there, you can't have a cat there. That's crazy. That's a fact. Would you put it like that, you're right. Would you put it like that, you're right. I made sure like, when I was living on the East Coast and I was traveling like, the, when I lived in Atlanta, the closest casino was um was Cherokee, which in that, in that place sucks. It's in the middle of the mountains. It's on a reservation, but mm. it's a Harris property. But the only problem is like getting there, and like every time you get there, just by you, you gonna it's not when you're gonna get pulled over, it's just if you're gonna it's if not if but when. Every single time I got pulled over, and that became a hassle for little shit such as the things that we that that I don't I just 
man. I just took public, public transportation. You can take public transportation with it. Like it's not yeah. nobody is yeah. tripping. Exactly. It's just and 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 it gets to the point now. Like when I go and travel in other states, when I leave Vegas, it's so lenient here that like I forget that like I can't have a open container and shit like that. And people like you're tripping, like boy, put it. I'm like, oh man, I forgot it's rules here. It's weird. <laughs> nah, it's, just, it's weird. <laughs> nah, it just depends. Massachusetts is pretty. Just gotta go. You know, certain states are legal, certain states are. But again, yeah. even if it's legal, certain states are still like you know you and can't then, get in public and, and shit. To the cities such as like Georgia, which is my second home, like people get people get Atlanta and Georgia confused. Like Atlanta, the city, the city of Atlanta, any the rules are very lenient. But as soon as you go outside of the the the, the freaking uh the the city, it's ugly. It's they play by totally different rules. It's mm. it's, it's the rule. The rules really are like it's like a hundred years old. Like they back in the nineteen thirties. As soon as you leave outside of Atlanta. Yeah. Like you can get hung in certain places, you cannot get found in certain places. It's crazy, yeah. and they still got poker down there too. And that's the that that's that's the most beautiful thing about poker is like it's so universal, it's so life where like no matter where you at, no matter where I've been at on the planet, whether I've been traveling in the military, been in the most racist town in America, whether I've been in the most busiest city in America, you're gonna always find a poker game. And as long as you got enough to sit down, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. Sometimes they'll even give. Hundred percent. Sometimes they'll even give a seat up just to let you walk up and sit down. Like yo, yo, let them get the seat. Let them get the seat. Yeah. If you you might not hear, you might not cut it. You might not can't get in certain parties. You can't talk to certain circles. But at that poker table, you always invited. Yeah. Yeah. You might not be. Yeah. Yeah, you might not be invited back after you take everybody's money, but <laughs> you might have to be full up. <laughs> but you know, like the I, first you know, one, <laughs> you know, and my personality change depends on what you know, what public game I'm at, and what you know, what type of time I'm on. If it's one of those places where I know it's sweet and I want to get invited back, I'll be I'll be the most jovial, talkative person at the table, you yeah. know. And then sometimes you know it might be one of those crucial games where I'm playing at the win and everybody's a regular and it's super hard. Yeah. Or everybody's here for the series, and they they coming from Europe, and they super locked in, and you can't. It ain't no talking. It's just all business. Yeah, right, right. And on top of that, we don't like those kind of games. It's being here in Vegas is like we don't we don't care about the hit and runs here. We don't care about a lot of things that people care about in limited home games or limited casino games back at home that they will frown upon. Like we don't care because your seat is going to get filled up by another person just like you True. in a few minutes. True. It's always it's a it, we have a it's always a revolving turn turn of doors of players. That's that's nothing that we short on. Yeah. So makes like sense. it's different. So but sometimes it makes it it makes it kind of hard because like you you never you never you never can steady play one way. You always gotta adjust to these people. You might like for instance, I might catch I might catch the guy that's here on a on a freaking uh on a sneaker con or on a freaking like a business con um. Uh, Con and he and he's just like you know what I'm drunk and I I gotta wake up in the morning and I'm just I'm all in blind for four hundred and you gotta you know like and you like you've been waiting for this spot all night long you seen here at Ace King you like yeah and they got like six nine off and you snap them off and they hit six, a six or nine on you got to be prepared for that kind of shit either way you're right you know so it's and but at the same time it's like when you live in a city where you don't have to. Well, you're not. Well, you know that you're gonna always get a constant game going at twenty four seven. 
you you really pick your spots way better. People think that like I spend a whole lot of hours just sitting there playing live, and I'm like, no, because it's not as fun as like you would think it is. Because when I'm sitting there playing live, I'm only playing aces, kings, queens, jacks, ace king, ace queen, ace jack, ace like I might not even play ace ten. Like it's so it's so boring and it's so locked in because like. I'm not giving nothing. All the dealers know me. They know that I'm going to get them $5 at the end when I'm walking out type shit. They know that I'm not tipping them while I'm there. Like, and, and we're cool. Like, they don't understand. That, like, it's, it's, a, it's all business if I'm going out and play cash somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I stick to I stick to the tournaments as well. You know what I'm saying? But, um, let's definitely make it happen. WSOP 2023. Out here with me, man. Like, come on, quickly. Like, hey, 100% coming down. Definitely, 100% coming down. Definitely, I don't know if I'm be playing a main event, but I'll be doing. First of all, I look at it like this right here, bro. If you come out here before the main event, don't think about the main event. That's the last Mm -hmm. thing on your mind. You know, think about the task at hand. If you come out here and you just playing, planning to play, I don't see motherfuckers come out here and play in just the freaking colossals for four hundred dollars. And end up final table or winning that shit the first shot to the point yeah. like they was not expecting to play the main event, mm-hmm. but now you here so don't mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it. You don't you don't you don't, don't happen. You don't you don't you don't you don't can happen before the main event and see what happens mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like it, it, it's so many advice. different ways. It's so many different ways. You be not satellited into it. You fuck around and you're bumping to me and I'm like yo bro, let's fucking go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go fifty fifty in the sit and go. And mm-hmm. we done beat it. We've been chopped up two or three singles. Now you, now you got fucking ten k easily with no pressure. Mm-hmm. Like it's it and 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 lammers. So that you like you got really no choice unless you feel like selling these shits piece by piece. Mm-hmm. So you fuck around and end up buying into this ten k tournament that you didn't even think you was gonna play in the summer. So like, <laughs> chill. I don't, I feel the pressure now. I'm just chill. I don't. I feel the pressure now. I'm just trying to hit that Colossus real quick and we see feel how things work out. I'm freaking out now. I think you good. You come out there with like five grand, you're good, bro. You know what I mean? You come out there, you got you got a bunch of one K ring uh bracelet events, you got a, you got a couple five, and you you got the six, the eight hundreds. Don't they got like daily don't they got like daily at the win and other spots got like one day twenties too? Someone's here, everybody got a everybody got a schedule. Mm-hmm. The win got a great schedule, the Venetian got a great great schedule. And then you're gonna, and then now it's Bally's, Bally's is horseshoe and it's on a strip. So between those three places, you, you're good to go. But if you, but if your budget is lower, but you want more bang for your buck, where you might play in like a 500K, $130 buy in tournament, they got the, they got the Orleans and they got downtown on the, uh, on Fremont Street for that. So it's, it's something for everything, for every bank, bro. Yeah, and, and, like and, and, and I feel like, I feel like poker is just like life. You could, and what I say by what I mean by that is you can make a mistake a thousand times. You only gotta be right once, bro, and you own. We don't even gotta ask the last question at that point, Damien. We don't even gotta ask the last question at that point, Damien. I mean uh, just said it for you. Ask. I, I know three just I think I think I know what the answer he's gonna say. So the last question of the day, right? For us, we got two different stances. Like this was my first year trying to you know take it from the home games and actually go to the circuit and actually grind live, grind online. And for me, it's brutal. It's a grind. Like, you got to have a certain mindset. So for me, poker ain't life. It's something that I feel like if you do it too much, like, you you lose your sanity. So my stance is poker ain't life. 
uh, Tony, what's your stance? I said that poker is life, but uh, I don't know. I said poker is a, a means to having a better life, depending on how you do it, if you do it correctly. You know. Poker is just chess with cards, and chess is life as well. Like, if you think about how a chess board moves, that's just how we move in life. And, you know, you see how you see how you got the king and the king got to go step by step to freaking to get exactly what he want and how a queen can move all across the board. But she could end up on this king lap at any given moment. Like she don't have to work that hard to end up on a yacht. But guess what? Just don't have to work that hard to end up on a yacht to get this yacht, to get this queen on there. And that's how and, and poker is the and, and if you break it down, like the same way, like it doesn't matter about what cards you dealt in life, you, you you can win with any two cards. And that's, I feel, I, I feel like, I feel, I feel like. You can win with a pawn. I feel like. You can win with a pawn. Especially us as a race. When I say that, like black people, like, I know so many people that I, that I know personally that feel like they're oppressed. They feel like it's things that, it's, it's things that, it's things in the system that that's getting in their way. And I feel like the only thing that, that got in my way so far it's myself. So once I got myself on my way, I feel like it's endless possibility. And that's where and that's where life and poker is 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 equal. It's endless possibilities. You never count it out into the river. Ooh wee. Alright. Ooh wee. Alright. That's gems. So I'll take oh, yeah, we'll we got to end right there. I don't know. <laughs> we'll take that. Poker is life.